0: And we will help
1: you keep it running, at least the help you get, from ASE certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Hi, Dan. Good Hi, to, good morning. Good to see you again. Nice morning. A beautiful morning. Yeah. 70 is still uh, still the temperature. Yeah. You guys have a busy week at Lloyd's?
0: It was busy. You know, it wasn't as hot as it has been, but uh, maybe the we're taking care of the residuals, the leftovers ah, that uh, yes. didn't get fixed last
1: week. I was. You and I were talking... Uh, before we went on, about, by the way, if you have any kind of a car care question, this is the guy you want to chat with. He's helped us out here on CCO, helped you out for over 20 years. What did we figure, 25, I think, Maybe. something
0: like, like that. I said I remember when Tony was born.
1: Yeah, so that had to I be. Uh, then. Yep. Yeah, uh, But uh, the phone number and the text number is the same. So if you want to ask your car care question either way, uh, 651-989-9226. That's the number, 651-989-WCCO, if that's easier to remember. Uh, call it in or text it in. I see a line open. We're going to get to the calls here in, uh, in just a moment. But I was uh, thinking about the new car that uh, my daughter bought from uh, Maplewood Toyota. I might as well say it because it's true. We've yeah. talked about it. And she's just thrilled. Uh, and you and I and she has talked about the used car. Used car market is pretty big deal these days, isn't it?
0: Yeah, she asked me what to do, you know, her car's her car is so old that yeah. it's uh it's uh if you want to trade it in, there's no value to it. It's I bet not. They might give you a number, but it's not a real number. <laughs> right, and, uh, right. So I I suggested that she just sell it because you know, it's been very very well maintained and there's a great market for um, uh, you know, kid cars and 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 uh and a second used car that that people are looking for. So yeah, there's a great market for uh, for a good used car. So she, anyway, she asked me to help her with that, and and it's easy. I have people waiting in line looking for a good car, so we'll be able to help her with that with no problem.
1: But on that uh, subject of used cars, somebody buying a used car, you get a lot of folks coming in and saying, "Hey, they let me check this out. Would you do this? Because you guys run a series of tests. We for do. That?
0: Yeah, we do an inspection. Mm-hmm. We do them every day. You know, somebody that's interested in buying a car and and and." absolutely you have to do this you cannot buy a car that you have not taken into your shop and had it inspected Uh, you need to know what you're getting into and it doesn't take long it's not expensive and it's a a great value in fact it'll probably make you money because i'll tell you a few things that are wrong with it that Ah. you can take back and get fixed and you can either have them fix it or you can get a you know a negotiate the price sure. a little bit based on, on some things that it needs. And so, if that
1: current owner says, no, I'm not going to let you do that, then that yeah, m- no. might be a red flag. You thing.
0: can't you can't buy a car without taking yeah. it out for inspection. Good. And how long does it take to do those? Oh,
1: less than an hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's yeah. not a big deal. Great,
0: great idea. It is a good idea.
1: All right. 651-989-9226. Send a text. Same number, 651-989-9226. Let's go to the phones. I think Bill is calling from Wabasha this morning. Bill, you're on CCO. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. Sure. My wife has a 2013 Ford Escape with a 1.6 liter four with a uh, what do they call it? An Eco Boost or EcoTech or something. Mm-hmm. Um, every once in a while, the battery will go dead. Um, it might be a month before it happens, and then it might be a week. Uh, this week it was 2 days she was up in the cities drove back down on Wednesday put it in the garage Wednesday afternoon and Friday morning the battery was dead
0: yeah well uh, w- what's causing that obviously is that something's staying on and the part that makes it a little tricky uh for me if you bring the shop if you bring the car into the shop to get it repaired is in order for me to zero in on exactly what's going on, uh, it needs to act up. That that's one of our least favorite words, Denny. Intermittent. <laughs> so that, oh yes, yeah. We have to have to search for them. But at any rate, I can just tell you on that uh, on that Ford. There's um, a couple of common problems. Uh, one it one is there. There's the door. Um. The the door ajar light is part of the door latch, and uh, they quite commonly fail on that vehicle where the, uh, you know, the door is closed tight like it's supposed to be, but the switch isn't. It's just a little micro switch in the the, uh, latch, and if that switch is not uh, working properly, if it's sticking, it'll leave the interior stuff on. And uh, so that's one place that we would look, but... What I would hope is that if you brought it into a shop and, and they were able to keep it for a couple of days, that they would try some different things, drive it, and, and then set up a test. It's an easy test to set up um, to find a draw, but like I say, the car needs to cooperate at that time and, and, uh, and act up for us so that we can, uh, so we can find it.
1: That is tough sometimes, isn't
0: it? It is tough. It is tough when it's intermittent. For everybody. But I tell you what, not very often we fail. Pretty, pretty know that. often we stick with it and, and get to the bottom of it.
1: That's true. All right. Uh, thanks, Bill. Thanks for the call. Appreciate that. Uh, 651-989-9226, either uh, phone or text. Uh, keep in mind now, don't wait uh, to ask your car care question because Dan's going to be here till well, till about 745 when Jack Farrell's Wine Chat takes over. So call in your question or send a text. text texter wants to know, is it okay to put in stable in a car's gas tank like you would in a lawnmower
0: yeah yeah absolutely it's a it's a what they're talking about is is a a, a, an additive a a, an additive that protects the quality of the gas while the vehicle is being stored and you'll hear it recommended for your snowblower and for your um you know uh,
1: any small engine too
0: any small engines and and uh, no, that works just fine in a car too. And you know, read the read the uh, description or read, read the mixture quantity mm-hmm. on the uh, label and get it and get the mixture correct. But uh, but no, that works great in a car.
1: All right, good to know. Thank you for that text. Uh, let's uh, I'll tell you what. Let's go back to the phones. I think Gary is calling from uh, Hopkins. Hi, Gary. What's your question? Oh, I got an '86 uh, Cadillac Coupe Ville, and. A- it's got wire wheels on the front. Well, anyways, it, I know it's got uh, disc brakes on the front. And it's got drums in the back. Well, anyways, if I only go, like, a mile, it doesn't happen all the time, I'll just feel the left front spoke, and it's just hot. So do you think it's a caliper hanging off?
0: Well, maybe, and and it it, it certainly could be. But I wouldn't I, – I, I would uh, test that a little bit more before I just uh, – Assumed that it was the caliper. Um, you know, when if a vehicle sits and it's been sitting for a while, there, uh, especially if you put it away wet, <laughs> the the uh, brake rotors can rust. And Denny, you told me a story about your own <laughs> car true. in this a little bit. Wouldn't though. move. Yeah, the brake rotors rust up very quickly, and so uh, if if you're only going a mile and and you haven't driven the vehicle very much, I wouldn't consider and and fact that one of the wheels gets hot that might just be normal operation. I think I would take it on a longer drive and do it a little bit more consistently. And th- you're doing a good test. If one of the wheels is significantly hotter than the rest, then, yes, something is staying applied. And most commonly it's the caliper, although uh, we find quite often that uh, you know the caliper is actually just fine. Uh, what can also happen is the brake pads can just get uh, stuck and rusted into the bridges that they sit in you know they get full of rust and uh, and so sometimes it's just a matter of taking the brakes apart and cleaning everything up and uh, the caliper oftentimes doesn't need to be replaced oh. but but uh, but check that but uh, but if the if after driving the vehicle you know maybe 10 miles uh put your hand on all four wheels and if they're all the same temperature i wouldn't worry too much about it the next step for you on that one wheel, though, would be to jack the, the wheel the car up, and uh, see if that wheel turns significantly more difficult than the other wheels. And if it does, then you're going to need to give it some attention.
1: All right, Dave. Very good, Dave. We're going to come, come to you next. Thank you very much for that call, uh, Bill. Uh, we're uh, yeah, we have to take a break here, Dan. So hang in there. We'll come back briefly. Call in your car care question or send a text. Same number six 651- five one. 989 9226. And good morning. Welcome back to Cecil's Car Care Show around uh, every Saturday. Thanks to uh, the help we get from ASC Certified Technician Dan Burns from Lloyds Automotive, located exactly where?
0: It's exactly at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria in St. Mm-hmm. Paul. You can find us on the web at LloydsAutomotive.net, L L O Y D S, LloydsAutomotive.net, or give a call. We're uh, there this morning at 651-228-1316. Will you be there? I will be there for just a little bit. A little bit? Yeah. Not signing autographs or anything? Not signing autographs. Okay. I just, rarely get that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's time we started. As you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> but you do get the cars fixed. We do get the cars. Uh, yeah, fixed. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. All right, I tell you what, speaking of that, we have uh, callers on the line. Let's get to them. I think Dave is calling in from uh, Cambridge. Dave, good morning. What's your question?
0: Hey, good morning. Good show. Today I've got a 2006 W Impala. Uh, It's got 68,000 miles on it. And two weeks ago, it started acting up a little bit. When I started in the morning, it sputters. uh, And for about, oh, I don't know, 100 to 200 feet, it seems like it's almost flooding out, and then it corrects itself. I've had it up to a garage here for a few days, and they really worked on trying to figure it out.
1: No codes
0: show nothing. He can't find anything, and it didn't act up for him. But um, every every morning it's like that. Huh. Well, um, you should give your shop another another crack at it, be, uh, because if it didn't act up, of course there's there's nothing they can do. But they can put a uh, they can put their scan tool on that vehicle, their computer. They can hook it up to your car and they can watch each of the cylinders uh when you start the vehicle and uh and we have as one of the one of the um screens that we can go to gives us a misfire counter and it shows us all the cylinders and it tells us which one of the misfire which one of the cylinders if any are misfiring and that really narrows the search for us then we can go dig into that particular cylinder and see what's going on, and is it, uh, is it that a fuel injector's dripping a little bit? Uh, one common thing that made, I thought of is, as you were describing that, is the, it does, do you have a little cylinder head leak where it's leaking a little bit of coolant into that cylinder overnight, and then uh, it takes a little ways for that coolant to burn out of there, and then the misfire goes away. So that's, that, those are the types of things that they're going to look for. But uh, what they need to do is catch it in the morning when it acts up. And like I say, uh, maybe you can even recommend that they, you know, put their scan tool on it to the to the misfire screen and see if they can't catch it and see what's going on. And, you know, of course, plan to leave it there overnight or two. Yeah. Uh, so that they get the opportunity for it tacked act up.
1: Makes sense. Thank you, Dave, for the call. Let's uh, go to Champlin. I think Bob uh, is there uh, with a question. Hi, Bob. Yes, thanks for taking the call. I have a 79 Trans Am. It's got a 403 cubic inch Oldsmobile engine in it. Mm -hmm. And if I let the car sit for a week or five days, I'll have to pump the, the gas pedal well over 100 times to get gas up and back up into the carburetor. But if I use it during the day, it's just fine. But over a period of time, the gas is leaking out someplace. Yeah,
0: and that's exactly what's happening. The, 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 uh, on a carbureted vehicle, the carburetor stores a quantity of gas in the bowl, and then the accelerator pump, when you step on the, on the um, gas on the accelerator, it gives a shot of gas into the carburetor, and, and, of course, it needs that for the vehicle to start. When you let your vehicle sit for a while, the gas is leaking out of the bowl in the carburetor, and uh, because of that, then when you, when you go to start the vehicle, you have to crank the engine long enough for the fuel pump to fill the bowl back up so that you can step on the gas. And when you step on the gas, then it will, uh, will give it a shot of fuel, and uh, then the vehicle will run. The most common place in the, in the bottom of the bowl on that are some plugs, and those plugs have a tendency to leak uh, back from the old days, so uh, what it's going to really involve is, is uh, fi- first of all finding somebody that's that's good at rebuilding those carburetors, and there are a few of those shops around. If you take the carburetor off, you can take it in and and get that carburetor rebuilt. Make sure that when you drop it off, you tell them your complaint so that they know what to look for. But mm-hmm. that that can sure be fixed with a carburetor overhaul.
1: I think that's the second carburetor question we've had in about a week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. We have to take a quick break. We have more callers. We have more texters to take care of here on this Saturday morning's Car Care Show on CCO. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in Saint Paul. Dan, we have callers as usual, texters as well. I don't want to forget the texters, but uh, let's uh, let's grab some more callers here before we run out of time. Roger's calling from Minneapolis, I believe. Hi, Roger. What's your question? Yeah, Dan. I
0: have a, a Kivale, uh cruise 2014,
1: and when I put the uh, key on the ignition and uh, turn it, it turns over, uh, but it won't start. And
0: uh, and uh, one time I, I did that, and then I took the key out and turned it around and used the other side of it, and it turned over, and then it finally starts. Now, if there's some reason that doing that. Well, I wonder if that's a coincidence or or if it's for real for you. Yes, there is a uh, code chip in your key. It needs to be the right key for the car. And uh, the fact that turning it over worked, like I say, it might just be a coincidence. But what I would recommend that you try is the other key. Why don't you – you probably have another key somewhere in the house – switch keys and see if your problem goes away. If it does, then you know you have a problem with the key. And actually, that's pretty common. We do, uh, we do work with a locksmith that, uh, that helps us reprogram that stuff, mm. which has gotten very complicated, by the way. I'm sure it has. <laughs> these, these computer keys. But, uh, but at any rate, uh, that's what I would recommend. Try the other key. If that doesn't work uh, and, and the problem is, is frequent enough, then I think you should bring it into your shop because we can we can put up put a bunch of equipment on it and and when the vehicle acts up and isn't starting we can see what's going on is it missing spark is it missing fuel um, you know is is the computer not turning on? Sure we will know all that stuff so uh, that's what I would recommend is try a different key if that doesn't work then bring it into your shop
1: but I've heard of that issue before I have too yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Thanks, Roger. Uh, Let's talk to Daryl, who's calling from Hackensack, I believe. Uh, Daryl, you're on with Dan. Good morning.
0: Good morning. Uh, I'm wondering about tire differential. How much tire differential pressure can the differential tolerate at highway speeds? Well, a lot. Um, You know, this is a question that I get from time to time, and it used to be, and still is, actually, that uh, on an all-wheel drive vehicle, if you're If you uh, have a blowout on one tire, do you need to change all four tires? And uh, you know that it's. I think the jury's still out on whether that makes a difference. But what he's talking about, Denny, is is um, if one tire is a larger size than the other tire for uh, either because uh, you know the one tire is worn a lot more than the other one, or because the air pressure is not the same in the Mm -hmm. two tires will the differential compensate for the fact that those two wheels are turning at a different speed and yes it will it will compensate for that but of course it somewhere in that system it has to slip to make a difference for that for example when you're going around a corner the wheels are turning at a different rate also you know so that that's why you have a differential it, it you know it, it needs to it needs to do that so it's capable of doing it and the question is how hard is it on the differential if you let it slip like that for a long time and my answer is it's it's built for that it you know it can it certainly accommodate some of it because they're the wheels are rarely turning at the same speed yeah exactly anyway so there's room for a little bit of slip and uh i i think that the it's kind of overblown on uh you know, if, if you have a tire that – three tires that are relatively new, you have one blowout. I don't think you need to change all four of them. So if you need four tires anyway and you have a blowout, then, yes, you should buy Go four it. tires yeah. for that reason. Uh, but uh, but it will accommodate a significant amount of, of differential.
1: Thanks, Daryl. We, we were uh, uh, talking about the text messages, and this one came in a bit ago. Uh, and I know we talked about used used vehicles purchasing those. Uh, Texer is uh, considering purchasing a 2015 Tahoe 5.3 engine. He's he has heard about, he wants to know if it's true about problems with the lifters caused by the active fuel management systems. Have you experienced and would you recommend uh, you know being cautious about that?
0: No, you know, uh all vehicles have some sort of quirky little something about them that can scare you, and quite frankly, if you if you bought into all that, you'd never been dro- buy a vehicle because every every vehicle has something that they're famous for, mm-hmm. and uh, just because it's a common thing doesn't mean that it's going to happen to your car. And, and in fact, uh, when you look mm-hmm. at the number of Chevy Tahoes that are on the road, it's a it's a rare occurrence. So it's no reason to uh, stay away, away from, from it. it. Okay. But uh, if it acts up and and becomes a problem; it just needs to be fixed. But you know, cars need maintenance anyway. So I would—if the vehicle meets your needs, if the cup holders in the right place, and, <laughs> and right. you like where all the buttons are and the way the seat feels, then you should buy the vehicle and and then just deal with it as it as things happen.
1: Dan, the texter is thanking you so much for the advice on the, the person's 2012 Impreza. Had it fixed? It was only two hundred forty-two dollars. Oh, so good. They appreciate it.
0: Yeah, that. I don't know what we recommended. I don't remember either. I'm, yeah.
1: Here's another text, uh, 1969 Cutlass, starts fine when cold but sometimes not at all. When hot, it's very difficult to turn over, almost like the starter is tired or battery is weak. Could be
0: or more more likely it's got a, like a bad ground uh, will cause that. Uh, Uh, worn or corroded battery Mm -hmm. cables will cause that. So what we do in that case, there's actually a test for that. It's a voltage drop. We'll start at the battery and and go to the starter and see where along the line we're losing voltage. And it could be on the voltage side, it could be on the ground side, but somewhere Mm -hmm. uh, the, the voltage is not all getting to the starter like it's supposed to and that's why you're having trouble. But you can find her that her. out. Oh, yeah, we could find that for yeah. sure. Yeah, that's an, They teach that in the first few weeks of school. <laughs> they do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, here's our final text, and then we have to make way for Jack. Uh, my daughter's leaving for college, not taking her 2006 Honda Accord, 201,000 miles on it. Great shape mechanically. Not planning on coming home until December. How should I store the car?
0: I think it'll be just fine. I, really? You know, honestly, I just left my car in Denver for two months, and... Uh, was a little bit concerned. I did not concern, but I at least thought about it. You know, will the battery hold up? And it was just fine. It was. And I think just from, uh, from September to Christmas, it'll be fine. Fill the tank with gas. Make sure the tires are pumped up properly. And uh, I think for that amount of time, it'll be just fine. And in the meantime, if you once want to take it out for a drive in the, in the middle of all of that, that's probably a good idea. Uh, take it out for the drive. Let the battery recharge and uh, it'll be just fine.
1: Excellent. Well, I think you told me that Nick's going to join us next week. He right? is. Yep. Okay. And in the meantime, for folks who want to come over, I know you're open till noon today, but folks tell us how to get in touch well, with you guys.
0: Well, come on over. We are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria. You can find us on the web at LloydsAutomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, net. or give us a call, 651 one six.
1: Excellent. Well, we'll see you uh, well down the road, because I think by the time you come back, I'll be on our CCO tour to Switzerland.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll catch up with you when oh, when, right. when, when, when we realign. It'll be great.
1: I'll, we'll have our people get in touch with you. All right. Sounds all good. Right. Thanks, Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.